what's up? What's going on, y'all? My creators, you know what it is, man. It's the Ruger Sprayer, Remo Marac, out here. I came back home, came to the home borough, Queens, you know what I'm saying? Real rap. Shout out to Queens, you already know what it is. At the end of the day, yes, I'm a home cap. I can never get to Queens, especially the hometown, Laurelton. You know how that is, LA all day, you know what I mean? Nonetheless, man, to my, to my right, to y'all left, who I got in the building, son? Mr. Dope Chef. Dope Chef in the building, man. Yo, real rap, man. Big salute to you, son, overall, son. You know what I mean? Off wax, I ain't gonna hold you my credit. We was chopping it up crazy. Man, I gotta take the glasses off. We don't take the glasses off. Mm. Fuck all that. Yo, great conversation with Good him. Vibes. You know what I'm saying? Great vibes. I met him straight up. You know who it is, my credit. I'll put you to the story real talk. I ain't gonna hold you. On the hit up on the, on the hit up on the gram and shit. And I was like, oh, I was like, all right, we know what's popping. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, the engagement was there. You know, I'm not a cloud chaser like that or anything, but respect is respect. I was like, all right, engagement kind of tough. You know, I had to do my research, as always, you know what I'm saying, with this media shit. You know what I mean? I'm always going to do my research. I ain't going to hold you. It was a lot to fucking research. So. <laughs> Real shit. But overall, you know what I'm saying? I got to it. You know, we was trying to get the schedule together. And now, yeah, I came to his humble abode right here. This is where we at. We at his space. You know what I'm saying? And off, off the rip, man, yo, son, yeah. how, first of all, let's just get to, first of the numbers. How in the hell, I got why we talked about it, but how in the hell do you have combined over like 6,000 entities? <laughs> in hip hop, you know, we got like this is website, films, radio stations, d d artists, Facts. clothing lines. But how do you possibly manage that shit? Yo, I'm really adapted to you know technology and actually you know creating new waves. And you know, like on the forefront, I create the platform, the plateau for any type of business, artist, or any type of um, you know. Elevation to a craft. Okay. You understand? So, like, I just help it. You know, um, I do a lot. I do a lot. Do, do a lot. That's an understatement, my creator. Like, take us into what's it like? What is your daily process, yo? Like, like, yo, real shit. Like, cause, cause there's no like humanly, right? An average human could probably handle at least on a creative space. Mm -hmm. Let's say give or take 30 things. Let's just say, I'm just saying. Yeah, me, it's like. No, right. Right, right. right with the numbers, like six, 7,000 things. Out. Yeah, all that one. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? You are, that's 20, 30 times that. Yes, my creator, I'm bringing you to math class. How? What, like, like, I'm sorry I'm stumbling, but how? Oh, I'm, I'm very, you know, adapted to time. Time is in the essence. I make essence of time, meaning, you know, I I know how I outline my time, you know. Right. I'll take a portion of the day on computer technology with more than 5,000 websites, but 2,000 relate and correlate to music. Um, you know, I have published books. I have, like, six more books in the vault right now, ready, written, and everything like that. I um, pop one every cycle, you know. Um, with my clothing line, my clothing line is worldwide. You know, and that's because of what it represents with, you know, don't oppress people, educate. Right. I educate people, even artists, you know, DJs, um, business owners. I educate. I just don't like 
doing a service for somebody and not explaining the technical aspects of them making money and monetary right. monetary gain on it. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, I make sure that business, it means something. Right. You know, like the time given in is the time that's going to be put back 100 times reflective in a legacy rather than a moment. Right. And, and then definitely let's, let's stay on that. You know what I'm saying? As much to my chagrin or for that matter from what I've assessed over the years with me and as far as in media, you know, which is going to be like 10 years now, next year makes it 10. I've noticed this pattern of just like, all right, if said videographer, said producer, said creative director, engineer, whatever thereof, is not getting the full-fledged credit, but not only that, it's almost like the narrative is always, okay, that said person ruined the link. Like, what's your, what's your feeling on that narrative? And as well as, what's your feeling on going forward? How can it be fixed? Hmm. I feel like, you know, um, me, I'm more humble for the credit. Right. You understand? Credit, I don't really... I, I let people know in their heart how far I've taken them. As far as nowadays with the credit for people, I say if you're a producer, if you're an engineer, if you're mm -hmm. a creative director, if you're a videographer, even if you're a floor cleaner and stuff like that, while artist is taking, you know, a best recording and they're putting it out there, get a credit for that time, that piece. Right. You understand? Because you're a part of history. Mm -hmm. And, um... Me, I, I've stood back and watched history and created and wrote history into the books, but I never really pursued the credit on it right. because I didn't want to be the face, you know, um, as much, you know. But now, you know, it's 2021 and stuff like that, and sometimes true story has to be told. Fact, and, and also, too, with you, do you feel that with you, that you're aiming to want to do a documentary in a sense? Like... Like, not, not like an expose type of documentary, because ex exposing people is not really the greatest thing. It's easy, it's it's easy to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can easily expose somebody nowadays in this creative media space. Yeah. But in your, in, in what I'm hearing from you, is it more so that you're aiming to want to do, like, like a documentary? Yeah, yeah so you know what I'm saying? documentary, actually, you know, I forgot to mention that. Hip Hop Road to Riches, that's the documentary. It's already, you know, curated, it's 12 years in the works. Wow. Of like three, four hours of film right now. They're trying to get it to six hours and I believe 2,200 theaters. Wow. And I'm going to have it done with um, DreamWorks. Okay. You know, and Lionsgate. Um, wow. That's that's a big thing, you know, 2022 that's coming out. Um, it's still in the process of, you know, the right setting, you know. You have mm -hmm. to put stuff at the right time and that's what I've done and it's, it's carried pretty far, you know. Yeah, and, and then also too, man, like, in your in your career, I mean, as you talk, you know, we talked on, on wax and everything, twenty plus years. Have you started counting the years in a sense of what you've done? Has it has it has it hit you now? Like, <laughs> damn, I put two a half decades, twenty years, yeah. So into this, like, like has that hit you at that point? It hit me when you know, like, I I feel like I could show more for it, but then. When people find out what I do and how I've done and they see me in the thing. Right. Like, damn, bro. Like, you would think otherwise, you know, like, I have nice houses and everything like that. And baby right. mothers who are in houses. My kids are set, you understand, with bonds, businesses under them and everything like that. Right. But that's not enough for me. Mm. You know, like, for me, 
it's being the top of the top of everything. The elite, the, the architect, the design, the founder of the culture, the cultivator, right. everything like that that creates that buzz for the industry to understand that there's real people behind those who are mass in the forefront. Right. Meaning they're not the creators of everything. They're not, you know, they're not they're not the the creative directors of what they're putting out, how they're doing it, you know, like a videographer. A videographer has a lot of concept in a video when they're doing videos, you know, for artists. But you won't mention or see, you know, the videographer button, the credit in the beginning, you know, directed by or whatnot. Right. And you won't watch the last credit. So, you know, like they don't get as much credit into the craft that they're actually imaging for the artists on what they hear. Mm. So, but all right, but then it goes back to like the question I asked before, but then how do we resolve it? Because the thing is, the thing is this, right? Technology nowadays has made it very easy to manipulate the narrative. Can we can we both agree? I agree on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I completely agree. Right. Like a lot of these artists, listen, they don't bang, but yet they 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 speak this violent music. Right. A lot of these artists basically swear they're in these high, you know, um, cars that they could actually drive and whip and stuff like that. They're renting them just for the video. Mm. Um, the girls and stuff like that, that they have girls always around them. Listen, most of these artists couldn't pick up a girl with their lines. You know, <laughs> like, that's that's real honest truth. <laughs> All right. And, you My know, a here. lot of these women basically are gold diggers and, you know, look for being opportunity, opportunists. Mm. So, you know, um, seeing this industry from years and change over the, the years and stuff like that, it's come to me that, you know, Everything is a manipulation of how right. you work media. Right. Media is a promotion, a market that's syndicated to the minds of many, and those people reflect on what they think of the artist is doing or going through or how they're getting money and they're living big. Bullshit. They're not doing none of that. Mm. You know, a lot of these artists, if they don't have a platinum artist with them and stuff like that, they're not making numbers more than 500000 on their views and stuff like that because they don't have the bag. They mm. don't have, you know, like... Real services carries a bag on it, you know. Like with me, I don't, I don't really charge an artist because this is a hobby for me. That's what I forgot to mention too. All this stuff has been a hobby for me. It's not even wow. a job. Wow, do you, you know, hear so, that, my creators? Like, <laughs> do you, yeah, yo, did y'all just hear that just now? That was insane, my yo. You gotta repeat that one more time for my friend. I'm reaching out to you guys. You gotta reach. You gotta say that one so, more time, so dude. For me. You oh, know, my, 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 you gotta look into the camera and say that. You gotta okay, let them okay. know. You gotta let my so creators for me, know. Listen, for me. This whole game has been like a hobby. It really hasn't been right. something that I wanted to work or craft or anything like that. Mm. Me, I like elevating and helping people to the next level. I've done it. I've been successful at it. My portfolio speaks for itself. Mm. I let the work do the talking. And, you know, the hobby is something that you have a passion in, that you want to see grow, and you want to mold into, you know, an aspect to it. Right. It makes it into a prize project or a management project that you can take credit for, and that's where the credit comes in. Right. You know, so a lot of these artists, you said, how can we actually fix that? Well, first, the artists have to be loyal, trustworthy, right. respect, and pay homage to the ones who help them around them. Pretty much. You know, pretty much. In, in, your, in your years, right, what do you feel has been the highs and lows within your years that, that, you, that you contributed to the game, you know? Real rap. If you, if you if you had to really think this out, you know what I'm saying no ex, no exposing no this is just being real 
about your highs and lows, what you experience I, and everything? You know, I'm going to start with the lows because you always have lows in any aspect of what field you're in. Right. You know, the lows for me has been disloyalty, you know, um, people breaking the honor system, mm. you know, code of trust. Mm. You know, um, the lows have been people slandering, you know, people making up stories and not really knowing the truth. Right. You know, um, that's the lows. Right. But, you know, I, I always pinch those lows because I don't say anything or reflect on it. Mm. I let my highs perceive itself and mm. let people be the judge. Right. Right. And what's been the highs? You, you, you left. The highs have been multiple things. I would say the high for me right now will be me where I'm at right now. Okay. Being able to self-sustain myself as an independent. You know, um, I've been able to work with artists abroad. From Cardi B all the way down to, you know, Manolo Rose to wow. Casanova. Wow. A lot of different people. And um, whether it was just marketing or whether recording or putting in a radio station doing an interview, I've been able to be a part of the success. Mm. And it makes me feel good and whole as one because music is a culture of my blood. And that's what I, you know, that's what my heart beats. Okay, okay. And also, too, man, you're an artist yourself, man. Heard a couple of tracks. You well, a couple of things. I mean, okay, so let, let, let's, let, yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into this. So, you know, with the tracks and things, you know, a lot of artists, you know, um, when they record with me, it's a different type of recording. Okay. Completely. Okay. I don't let artists just go in a booth and record. Mm. You know, me, I amp an artist up and I'll freestyle in a session with them and everything like that. Wow. And, you know, they'll give them concept and ideas and give them a structure for what they want to do on the beat. Okay. And then put them in the booth. Ah. So, like, um, have a good ear. You know, I have a good melody, a good harmony to, you know, a recipe that's award-winning. Mmm. Yeah. Yo, man, real rap too, man. Like, I, and also I've seen the basement, even though we can't really show that, you know what I'm saying, lots of things happen before I've seen the storm and everything. But I definitely feel, like, were you like a Rap City fan? Because I definitely feel rap the basement, I, the I, basement I, type vibes, you know, to you and shit. So I'm just trying to, I, I gotta get I that out. I to you, Rap City has been... My goal since a young kid, a wow. young kid, you understand? And, you know, I've had people who are producers and, you know, Revolt TV. I've had a couple of people over here, uh. you know, to um want to do a reality show about that, you know, and wow. create this like a basement genre right. thing that we have going on. I even right. had Tigger, you know, called me and was like, he was impressed with um some of the interviews that got done here. Okay. With like China Mac and Jada Kiss, yeah. China Mac and Vlad TV, um, you know, um, a couple of Fabio Forns, um, you know, um, Shampoo's been here, he co-signed it. Okay, you know, YNVS. Um, Shout to YNVS. And yeah. it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of positive vibes here. Okay, you know, I've carried it to where the culture I took on my own back. I ain't asked nobody for it. You know, I ain't tell nobody to come a part of it. Um, it was just good aura, good energy. Um, mm -hmm. The radio station itself is, you know, Notorious Biggs. So, yeah, facts. You know, that's his radio station that, you know, the building was sold in Brooklyn. Wow. It got moved over here. Um, um, the wow. Recording the recording studio is Jam Master J's. Yo, yeah, yeah. You know, so it got brought over here with Red Money Records. That's the logo that you see on the wall and stuff, the graffiti. Yo. Um, you know, and I just took it to the next level to where I was like, you know what? I'm going to make history in one spot and make this a landmark. And, you know, for music, film, fashion, 
a culture embarked on being branded right here. So you pretty much trying to be your own Amazon, pretty much. Um, actually, I have I mean, close to two hundred Amazon stores. So, oh, yeah, yeah. like. I do a lot. <laughs> yeah, hey, yo, do you, yo. I do a lot. I don't like crazy. the actually word. I'm not saying it's crazy, but it's no. just like, yo, that, that, yeah. nobody throws a number out like that. Maybe somebody says, you know, I got like 30 stores. Nah, I got yeah. four. He I said 220. Stores, 200 Amazon, like over 200 Amazon stores, yeah. So is it safe to say that you, like, pretty much mastered or have a, a great understanding of digital assets in a sense. Of technology, yeah. Yeah, and um, everything I'm married to. If y'all ever seen a matrix, the coding one zero 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 one one one, I so I write that. Wow. Like I know how to write that code in binary digits. Wow. So you know, um I write forty seven coding languages. I could write a platform from the beginning. Um I speak multiple languages. I ain't gonna give a number because you know the UN United Nations top. Right. And I do a lot of stuff, you know. Yo, yo, my crib. I don't even. Uh, this is the first time y'all hear me like flabbergasted talking on interview. Yo, this is crazy. Clothing lines at eight figures every quarter. Wow. So eight figures, not seven. Wow. Eight figures. So you know, like I said, you know, I'm gonna get this whole network together, and collectively, I'm gonna come out and expose everything. In a good, friendly way, not jabbing at nobody, right? Not hitting at nobody, you know. But pretty much getting the narrative set straight. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, a lot of people they you know, know what I'm they know they could never say, "Oh yeah, he, he his name is Sour," you know, because I helped them from the right from the beginning stages. I remember when certain artists wasn't lush dancing, and we had to put out over a hundred grand just to put her out. You know, like I ain't say no names again, but like this is things that happen behind the scenes in the mm. industry. And um, it's worked out. It's worked out. Everybody's where they're they're supposed to, to be. You know, right? And I, and also too on that, like, yeah, that's some, that's some, my oh my god, you got like, like, do you feel that with your legacy that's starting to be built? I'm not saying that you know you're not you're not you're not you're not gone yet, but in a sense. It is almost on a legacy type of type of process because of how you've impacted. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not that many people. There's, there's people that have done that, but not on that type of scale. You know what I'm saying? We're talking as those numbers, as I said before, my creators, like six thousand. That's the minimum entities you have in a hip hop space. Not let alone. Let's get into shit. We could daringly say. As we talked off wax, you know what I'm saying? The forefront person for what drill came here to the United States. Yeah, that's so let's, really get, let's really get on that. Like, before who, whomever you had mm-hmm. under you, what was your thought process? Did you, like, know off the rip? Of that, drill? No, not of, of drill. Uh-huh. Did you know off the rip of the ramifications of what drill can do for certain art, for artists. Did, okay. you, did you know that off the rip? So I did, but at the same time, when it came to the United States, I didn't like it. Okay. I was fighting with artists mm. not to do it, because to me, you're, you're exposed. Drill rap is a snitch. Mm. That's how I feel. And when they record in the studio, I let them know that and tell them that. 
You understand? If you're going to drill rap, you're snitching on either you, yourself, or putting a story together that basically puts you in the scene of a crime that's commissioned to get you arrested by a warrant. Wow. A lot of these artists are getting hit with that now. And, you know, like, a prop license could go so far with a gun. Mm. That's a heavy statement right there. Wow. You know, from my 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 eyes, from my business side of it, you know, um, do I think all drill rappers are snitch? No. I'm just saying that's how you have to think from the outside looking yeah, in yeah. at yourself and what you're doing. If somebody doesn't know you and they can't perceive you right. in a right justice manner, then they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, oh, he definitely gangbangs. Oh, he's saying he's spinning the block. Oh, he said he was this with this person, this person, this person. Mm. Oh, and they shot this person. They put a whole story. To, you know, they, they literally, if you drill rapping, you drill rapping like that, you writing a whole statement on yourself. Damn. And that's how I feel You know like Nobody could stop that I've had rappers Listen Rest in peace um, Rajis Okay You know um, This is a 16 year old Who got murdered Yeah In a cab and stuff like that I've heard, I've heard about that story You know um, He was rapping here And stuff like that But I see I see the glorification Of Violence As opposed to good Right You, you know And that's what That's what sets these artists aside, like a lot of these artists have good stories and everything like that, good raps, lyrics, they're, they're lyricists and they could tell life stories, but they don't have no formula or plan to tell it the right way or mm-hmm. platform to step on to actually, you know, um, elevate, mm. to, to put their stuff out. And, um, you know, when, when he passed and stuff like that, it made me think, like a week prior, I was talking to the kid, telling him about something that, you know, and, um, it just hurt. It hurt, you know. And from there, like I stop. I really stopped talking to a lot of artists after a couple artists. It wasn't only him. Mm. I had a couple artists who died on drill rap. But what was going on from BX all the way to Queens? Damn, a couple blocks from here. Damn. So um, it was like it, it was a sign for me. You know, it's your time to get out. Mm. You you know you live what you live. You did what you did. Right. You cultivate the culture. Mm-hmm. You, you brought up hip hop. Um, you worked with all the artists. You 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 know, I've done a lot, and it just kept hitting me and hitting me. And then I think one time, uh, one day, I woke up in the morning and looked in the mirror. This ain't right for me. Mm. You know, how do I have a top urban brand, dope chef, and I'm doing music that's oppressive. Right. Right. It makes no sense. Hypocrite. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay. So I looked at that in the mirror. You know, my worst critique, my worst critic mm-hmm. is me. Right. Like I go hard on myself. If if you if you speak to anybody who knows me, the worst critique of myself is me. If I if I feel something is wrong, I'm pushing myself to the limit to correct it. Right. You know, so right there when I looked at myself in the mirror I said, you know what? Anagram stands for Don't Oppress People, Educate. Mm-hmm. Let me step into that field now. Okay. On up doing that after, you know, all this drama happened with artists and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, I mean, drama is known in the industry, but how right. far does it go depends on the artist. Mm-hmm. I like the versus concept. You know, um, I did that years ago. You know, <laughs> I could blow that up. Versus just came out with that. You know, I used to have on TV... Cable.com and um, 
was an MP3 rock with Rockwaller. Mm. Back in the days when the internet was just oh hard. So, yeah, yeah, my friends, we yeah. went there, yeah. Oh, we showed Dips, our age. Dipset mixtapes. Right. Um, what is it? This is 50.com. Right. You know, with a lot of different sites that I help come up, and I also help management groups to take it and excel to that next level of, you know, marketing, promotion, media, syndication, and, you know, algorithms to, you know, numbers don't lie, people do. Right. So numbers I would have to get up there, you know, and syndicate them the right way for those people to be perceived big in their mm. mind. And that's why I do on the regular. Woo! My God, man. Well, you know what? We, here, here's where we're going to go. We're going to go with my game, either or. It's pretty much either or, situational game. One answer. But you got to pick from either or. Okay. The scenarios, all right? So, bet, Ruben, tied down to a chip. Super tied down to a chip. Tied down. You got 10 steaming, pissed off fucking rhinos running at you. Your only option is to get out is to choose two things. One or two things. A, dope chef the brand. Or B, all the credit from those that helped that you helped out. Which it's easy. <laughs> which one? Dope Chef the Brand. Oh, all right. Bet. Well, I would never want to. Okay. Play. Okay, so, yeah, listen. Talk to my Dope Chef the Brand. Talk to my about it. The brand basically assembled everything. Listen, these these videos ain't cheap. This traveling ain't cheap. What these artists wear ain't cheap. The jewelry's not cheap. All really certified and everything like that. You know, um, I say the brand because the brand has the credit for all those artists. So I wouldn't need just the credit from them because right. the brand actually constructed them to look and up to par on the visual that they're trying to create and the storyline they're trying to pitch. So a lot of these artists could say they assembled themselves. Now nah, you didn't assemble yourself. Mm. You were my code because I had you. I had your back. I basically kept you warm during the cold. I kept you cool during the winter. It's all, mm. like this is this is something I do on a regular. Even the summertime. Summertime's hot. Guess what? During COVID, I was the only one that had an event every single day wow. and put artists on. Wow. During COVID, I was the only one still with a radio station and still having interviews here downstairs. This is me. During COVID, I was the only one who was having at least 50, 60 people come directly here just to see what we were doing. You understand? Like, I don't... You know, like to each his own. I don't believe in COVID as much as other people. Right. You know, but um, like I said, I feel like I cultivated the history and the entertainment business of music, film, and fashion. Okay. You okay. Know? All right. Second scenario. Mm -hmm. Two type of figures come up to you. One with low engagement, but great attitude, great spirit, definitely loyal. Other figure, million engagement. But attitude shitty, unloyal. Who are you willing to go out on a limb for? A That's an easy one too. Okay, the one with less engagement. You know why? Because you get more credit and more repertoire on that mm -hmm. rather than someone who thinks they know everything and they have all these fans and oh yeah, well I got there, I did this. Right. No. Okay. I you yeah. I go hold you. Yeah. You're probably the second on no probably third on this platform mm -hmm. that denied. The million others have picked them. No, others have picked them. No, that, a, a sprinkle not. of people on this platform have picked the million. You know why they picked it? Because they saw the short-term success of numbers, mm. thinking numbers perceive where they're gonna be at. Right. But 
you're not doing no job if they're already at a million. Why the fuck are you even in that job? Mm. You understand? My job is to create and curate. It's to uplift. It's to make those numbers go higher. Right. To create a standard. To create a platform that basically puts that artist in the pedestal. Right. Yeah. So why would I go for somebody who has millions? That makes no sense to me. That basically diminishes me. That makes me feel minute because they're already there. Why am I going to join that project? Mm. Nah, that's true. No, that's mm. great. That's that's facts. Third, third and final one. Which years out of the twenty-five? Are you, or are your better years? Let's say, let's say you 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 needed of an extra life, or you needed to live for a long time. You know, hold on. Uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna select the years. I said, you know what? I'm gonna get this whole network together, and collectively, I'm gonna come out and expose everything in a good, friendly way, not jabbing at nobody, right? Not hitting at nobody, you know. But pretty much getting the narrative set straight. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, a lot of people they you know, know they know they could never say, "Oh yeah, he, he his name is Sour," you know, because I've helped them from right from the beginning stages. I remember when certain artists was in lush dancing, and we had to put out over a hundred grand just to put her out. You know, like, I ain't gonna say no names again, but, like, this is things that happen behind the scenes in the mm. industry. And, um, it's worked out. It's worked out. Everybody's where they're they're supposed to, to be. You know? Right. And, I, and also, too, on that, like, yeah, that's some, that's some, my, oh, my God, you gotta be like, like, do you feel that with your legacy that's starting to be built, not saying that you know you're not you're not you're not you're not gone yet, but in a sense, it is almost on a legacy type of type of process because of how you've impacted. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not that many people. There's, there's people that have done that, but not on that type of scale. You know what I'm saying? We're talking as those numbers, as I said before, my creators, like six thousand. That's the minimum. Entities you have in a hip hop space, not let alone let's get into shit. We could dare only say, as we talked off wax, you know what I'm saying? The forefront person for what drill came here to the United States. Yeah, let's really get let's really get on that. Like before, who whomever you had mm-hmm. under you, what was your thought process? Did you like know off the rip? No, not of, of drill. Uh-huh. Did you know of the rip of the ramifications of what drill can do for certain art, for artists? Did, okay. you, did you know that off the rip? So I did, but at the same time, when it came to the United States, I didn't like it. Okay. I was fighting with artists mm. not to do it because to me, you you expose drill rap is a snitch. Mm. That's how I feel. And when they record in the studio, I let them know that and tell them that. You understand, if you're going to drill rap, you're snitching on either you, yourself, or putting a story together that basically puts you in a scene of a crime that's commissioned to get you arrested by a warrant. Wow. A lot of these artists are getting hit with that now, and, you know, like, a prop license could go so far with a gun. Mmm. That's a heavy statement right there. Wow. You know, from my, my, my eyes, from my business side of it, you know, um, do I think all drill rappers are snitch? No. I'm just saying that's how you have to think from the outside looking in, in, in at yourself and what you're doing. If somebody doesn't know you and they can't perceive you right. in a right justice manner, then they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, oh, he definitely gangbangs. 
Oh, he's saying he's spinning the block. Oh, he said he was just with this person, this person, this person. Mm. Oh, and they shot this person. They put a whole story. To, you know, they, they literally, if you drill rapping, you drill rapping like that, you writing a whole statement on yourself. Damn. And that's how I feel. You know, like nobody could Shit. stop that. I've had rappers, listen, rest in peace, um, Rajis. Okay. You know, um, this is a 16-year-old who got murdered yeah. in a cab and stuff like that. I've heard, I've heard about that story. You know, um, he was rapping here and stuff like that. But I see, I see the glorification of violence as opposed to good. Right. You, you know, and that's what that's what sets these artists aside. Like a lot of these artists have good stories and everything like that. Good raps, lyrics. They're, they're lyricists and they could tell life stories. But they don't have no formula or plan to tell it the right way or mm. platform to step on to actually, you know, um, elevate, mm. to, to put their stuff out. And, um, you know, when, when he passed and stuff like that, it made me think, like, a week prior, I was talking to the kid, telling him about something that, you know, and um, it just hurt. It hurt. You know, and from there... Like I stop, I really stopped talking to a lot of artists after a couple artists. It wasn't only him. Mm. A couple artists who died on drill rap. But what was going on from BX all the way to Queens? Damn, a couple blocks from here. Damn. So um, it was like it, it was a sign for me. Yo, it's your time to get out. Mm. You you know you live what you live. You did what you did. Right. You cultivated the culture. Mm -hmm. You brought up hip hop. Um, you've worked with all the artists, you, you you know. I've done a lot, and it just kept hitting me and hitting me. And then I think one time, uh, one day I woke up in the morning and looked in the mirror. This ain't right for me. Mm. You know, how do I have a top urban brand, Dope Chef, and I'm doing music that's oppressive? Right. Right. It makes no sense. Hypocrite. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay. So I looked at that in the mirror. You know, my worst critique, my worst critic, mm -hmm. is me. Right. Like, I go hard on myself. If, if you if you speak to anybody who knows me, the worst critique of myself is me. If I, if I feel something is wrong, I'm pushing myself to the limit to correct it. Right. You know, so right there when I looked at myself in the mirror, I said, you know what? Anagram stands for don't oppress people, educate. Mm -hmm. Let me step into that field now. Okay. Wound up doing that after, you know, all this drama happened with artists and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, I mean, drama is known in the industry, but how right. far does it go depends on the artist. Mm -hmm. I like the versus concept. You know, um, I did that years ago. You know, <laughs> I could blow that up. Versus just came out with that. You know, I used to have on TV, cable.com, and um, was it MP3 Rock with Rockwaller? Mm. Back in the days when the internet was just started. Yeah, yeah, my friends, we yeah. went there, yeah. Oh, we showed our age. Did set mixtapes. Right. Um, what is it? This is 50.com. Right. You know, with a lot of different sites that I help come up, and I also help management groups to take it and excel to that next level of, you know, marketing, promotion, media, syndication, and, you know, algorithms to, you know, numbers don't lie, people do. Right. So numbers I would have to get up there, you know, and syndicate them the right way for those people to be perceived big in their mm -hmm. mind. And that's why I do in the regular. Whew, my God, man. We're, you know what? We, here's where we're going to go. We're going to go with my game either or.
It's pretty much either or situational game. One answer. But you got to pick from either or. Okay. The scenarios, all right? So, bet, Ruben. Tied down to a chip. Super tied down to a chip. Tied down. You got 10 steaming, pissed off fucking rhinos running at you. Your only option is to get out is to choose two things. One or two things. A, dope chef the brand. Or B, all the credit from those that helped that you helped out. Which That's easy. <laughs> which one? Dope chef the brand. Oh, all right. Bet. Well, I would never want to. Okay. Credit. Okay, so, yeah, listen. Talk to my dope chef the brand. Talk to my careers about it. The brand basically assembled everything. Listen, these, these videos ain't cheap. This traveling ain't cheap. What these artists wear ain't cheap. The jewelry's not cheap. All really certified and everything like that. You know, um, I say the brand because the brand has the credit for all those artists. So I wouldn't need just the credit from them because right. the brand actually constructed them to look and up to par on the visual that they're trying to create and the storyline they're trying to pitch. So a lot of these artists could say they assembled themselves. Now nah, you assemble yourself. Mm. You were my code because I had you. I had your back. I basically kept you warm during the cold. I kept you cool during the winter. It's all, mm. like this is this is something I do on a regular. Even the summertime, summertime's hot. Guess what? During COVID, I was the only one that had an event every single day wow. and put artists on. Wow! During COVID, I was the only one still with a radio station and still having interviews here downstairs. This is me. During COVID, I was the only one. Who was having at least 50, 60 people come directly here just to see what we were doing. You understand? Like, I you know, like to each his own. I don't believe in COVID as much as other people. Right. You know, but um, like I said, I feel like I cultivated the history and the entertainment business of music, film, and fashion. Okay. You okay. Know? All right. Second scenario. Mm -hmm. Two type of figures come up to you. One with low engagement, but great attitude, great spirit, definitely loyal. Other figure, million engagement, but attitude shitty, unloyal. Who are you willing to go out on a limb for? That's an easy one, too. Okay. The one with less engagement. You know why? Because you get more credit and more repertoire on that mm -hmm. rather than someone who thinks they know everything and they have all these fans and, oh, yeah, well, I got there. I did this. Right. No. Okay, I you yeah. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. You're probably the second on no, probably third on this platform mm -hmm. that denied the million. Others have picked the no. Others have picked the, no. That, a that, a that, sprinkle no. of people on this platform have picked the million. You know why they picked it? Because they saw the short term success of numbers, mm. thinking numbers perceive where they're gonna be at. Right, but. You're not doing no job if they're already at a million. Why the fuck are you even in that job? Mm. You understand? My job is to create and curate. It's to uplift. It's to make those numbers go higher. Right. It's to create a standard, to create a platform that basically puts that artist in the pedestal. Right. Yeah, so why would I go for somebody who has millions? That makes no sense to me. That basically diminishes me. That makes me feel minute because they're already there. Why am I going to join that project? Mm. Nah, that's true. No, that's great. That's that's fact. Third, third and final one. Uh, either or. Do not. I thought you were gonna stumble. I tried to get you to stumble. Nah, you can't. Nah, nah. I tried to get you to stumble. And then it's too long. Yeah, right. I tried to get, I tried to get you to stumble. But no, you've been you've been handling. You're doing all right. So that. 
earn the extra life, right? Mm-hmm. It's two. It's two ways to go about it. One, um, wait two years out of your 25. 25 years, you've been in the game, doing it, killing it, everything. But you have a choice of one of one of the two years, year five or year 20. What take take us into your decision? Automatically, I would say year five because it's closest to the first year. Alright, what, what happened to year five? Reason growing, you know, um, I was able to work with my uncle Johnny J. Shout out to Johnny J. Clockwork Entertainment. He's, yes, yes. He's, you know, rest in peace. Yes, yes. You got rest in peace. You know, you know, he was Tupac's producer. Mm-hmm. All eyes on me. A whole bunch of hits. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I worked with him, and it was to a point where I got to see Tupac. You know, like I don't, I don't like talking about um, yeah, yeah. Nah. that, but like if a lot of people don't know the whole thug life thing that he had here. Everybody at Clockwork Entertainment got that, including me, with the gun show. Oh, so wow. what they use in Gangland is on my back. Wow. A lot of people don't know that thug life and then the eyes watching with the stars. That's me. Yo. So, you know, like, I could put this on cam if you want, but, you know, like, it's to a point where, you know, um, my uncle, they, they told me the right way and then, you know, came back to New, New Jersey, Blackwall Street, which is the game. Um, New Jersey Devil, Glasses Malone, Smoke, all these people, Top Dog Entertainment, Kedrick Lamar, you know, a um, whole bunch of artists that I basically put out, recorded, mixed, um, started doing work for them, mixtapes, everything like that, and it was like, it wasn't getting me nowhere quick. So that's when, you know, after that fifth year, Urban Media Global came out with Artist Promotion Multimedia Music Network, and I was the boss and founder and architect. And designer of everything. Yo. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Wow. Oh, um, Tupac still got like three, four albums that haven't been released. Just like uh, Clockwork Entertainment. Yeah. So, you know, here's what it is. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> last, last part. Definitely, I want you to talk to my creators about your top three Motivational quotes or advice? We're reaching out to you, my creators. We're reaching out to you on this one. Motivational quotes quote or advice? Either, either. Doesn't doesn't matter. Either, either one. This one. I would say, um, who helps me out the most is um, with quotes. Not helps me. Helps everyone in general. You know, he's on Instagram. Um, Biggs Burke. Okay. You know, shout um, out to Biggs. Rockefeller, Rock Nation. You know, um. He's motivational in anything he says. There's some type of point or some type of meaning mm-hmm. that reflects anybody's life. And you could carry those statements, you know, with you and it'll make you a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, greatness is a process also. Rockefeller, you know, records and stuff like that. Um, you know, and for me, the biggest thing will have to be a Bible scripture. You okay. Know, and I'm Muslim. So All right, that's pretty deep, um, and it's Matthew seven twelve, the golden rule: mm. do on to others as you have them do on to you. Mm. And you know that in itself tells what type of person you are, what type of skin and coat you have, how your blood pumps. You know, um, I want better for my brothers and sisters. Right. I will hope and wish and pray that they will want best for me. Right. You know, so that's you know the three. All right, man. You know, nonetheless, man, we all should know where to follow you. Let my creators know where to follow you. My creators are reaching out to you, yo. 
All right, so if you wanna if you wanna follow the businessman, you follow Mr. M R Ruben R U B E N J Burgos B U R G O S. If you wanna follow the artist, you'll follow Mr. Dope Chef M R D O P E C H E F. If you wanna go and look me up on any platform from music to film to the fashion. Just look up Dope Chef on on anything. I come up eight million times on Google. Damn. You know, um, <laughs> that's crazy. Probably it's probably at twelve million right now because we got something coming on. Okay. My rival track um, is pretty good, you know, and um, it's gotten over three million in streams. Damn, man. So you know, Shit. a lot of stuff I'm doing. Oh, oh another thing. Listen. Yo. For any producer that keeps texting me and everything like that, listen, none of my tracks, I just explained this to, to him as well, none of my tracks are mixed, none of my tracks are mastered, none of that. I do not want it mastered or mixed. That's why I just put them out like that. Wow. It's just pieces of work to reflect that during the time of feeling and just doing a hobby for me and putting it out. Like, I'll literally spill a whole freestyle, record it, that's it, it's going out. I don't do all that extra shit. Mm. Like I don't. What's the reason behind that though? Um, because I don't wanna I don't wanna assemble something that has like right now, I'm offered three label contracts. I'm not going for any of them. Wow. You know, like I have my own entity, so why would I wanna be branded or ambassador to any other label if I'm the strongest person and they're not doing what the hell I do? You know, I'm doing a lot more. I don't know, I don't know about you know, five thousand websites. When I fucking... came, when I came out, oh, and that's another thing. Right when I came out, I came out of prison. I started this. Hmm. You understand? I'm out for six. You years hear that, now. my creatives? Yeah. You hear that, man? Six years out now. If that if that doesn't tell you nothing should stop you, my creatives. None. I don't know what will, son. Nothing. You know, we spoke about why I got into music. Yeah, age, right. You know, um, a tragedy with my sister. A manager killing her, you know, um, that made me go OCD and even more harder with everything in life. So, you know, I had to see a better aspect of understanding and defining every type of business aspect and title inside a formatted business. So you pretty much hip hop's Bruce Wayne. Well, Listen, I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean, I mean to put that in. I don't mean to put that in. Shout out Tata. Yeah, no, right. No, Shout out no, no, right. But I'm just saying. <laughs> But in the sense of how you express that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, to take it take it to the analogy where I'm going at with it here, as you're saying, unfortunately, what happened with your sister, mm -hmm. that's pretty much the same thing happened with Bruce Wayne. Bruce yeah, Wayne yeah, witnessed yeah. the his Joker parents, yeah. pretty much kill his parents, right. and then that's what made him want to do OCD almost with with crime yeah. and everything well, like that. You, you gain more, like, you know, like, that. that's a memory for me that will always be there as a sad, you know, part of my life. But, like, um... That same sadness, anger, you know, um, it put me to where I am now. So I could never knock that, you understand? That negativity created right. this positivity. And this positivity is reflecting on many by actually, you know, teaching the knowledge of this industry, the ins and outs, right. and how to get a buzz, and how to actually, you know, be managed the right way, the proper way, knowing where your split sheet is, knowing how to... Knowing how to do stuff. A lot of these artists don't know how to do anything at all in music. They don't have no blueprint. They don't have no outline. They don't have no guidance. That's because guidance ain't given. It's sold. Man. You understand? And a lot Man. of guidance that's sold 
it basically is just sold and it's false propaganda and you know like a whole bunch of you know bullcrap behind the game it's politics you know it's um people who want um a bad intention intent of seeing something with that artist me i give that shit away for free it's a hobby i told you you know and I just like doing it. If I'm going to better somebody's life and I'm going to be a history piece in somebody's life, they're going to remember me for a good influence. All right, man. Listen, on that note, man, I'm giving you a pound of salute, Thank brother, you. king, and all that. And my creators, you know how we ending this, man. You know what my Instagram is, at Remo Marac. You know the website, RemoMarac.com, CutsPodcast.com. You know what's up. You know what it is. Another edition of Cuts. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. You know the hashtag? It's PTC. Ah! Pound that chest. I get up. Come on! Man! Man, Get out of here. Peace.